Welcome to A Journey of Transformation Empowerment. You're listening to Antonio T. Smith Jr. Where ideas ignite, change, and possibilities are endless. Before we dive into today's episode, we have something special for our listeners. Today's podcast is brought to you by a groundbreaking book that's reshaping the conversation around Black economic empowerment. It's Resegregation, Volume 1, The Power Matrix, a master plan for Black group economics with wealth creation, authored by visionary Antonio T. Smith, Jr., Antonio isn't just an author. He's a former top-secret combat special operations intelligence sergeant turned millionaire. His life work championed the economic autonomy and wealth creation within black communities. In this seminal work, dedicated to teachings of Dr. Claude Anderson, Antonio outlines a comprehensive blueprint covering critical sectors like finance, technology, manufacturing, and more. He blends military discipline with acute understanding of systematic disparity. This isn't just a book. It's a movement. A call to action to create lasting wealth and reshaping the economic narrative. Antonio's vision is clear. Drive a significant shift toward black ownership and control. Listeners, if you've ever wondered about innovative strategies for wealth creation or how technological transformation can uplift the black communities, then this book is for you. Join Antonio Smith Jr. on the transformative journey. Pick up your copy of The Resegregation Volume 1, The Power Matrix today and be a part of the reshaping future. Now, let's dive into the episode and explore the possibilities that await us. Welcome, everyone. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening all over the world. Glad to have each and every one of you on. Welcome to today's meeting where you get a behind the scene look of how the ATSJR companies is run each and every day. Always a pleasure to see each and every one of you. It's uh, just a pleasure to see your shining, smiling faces so we can get this thing going. As always, uh, you going okay listen you're gonna need your, your notepad or pen or whatever you use to take notes today okay because today is a participatory day yes okay um if you have questions please jump in and ask your questions but today is full participation day and i since i am a teacher i have taught the honor to be a teacher and we will sit here in awkward silence until somebody starts talking okay because it's not for us this is this is it's always for you but it is for you today all right. Good morning, everyone. Good morning. Good morning. Come on in. Come on in. Okay. So, it, my good friend here. Okay. Who is all things? Just I, I all things. Okay. She's she's shiny, bubbly, rainbowy. Okay. If she gets serious, you gotta ask what's wrong. She is a unicorn because you have to ask what's wrong if she's serious. Okay. Now, because she loves to have fun. Uh, this is Miss D Marie. Okay. That will be 
in here with me. D, did you have anything you wanted to share right now? I just want to say good morning to everybody and be the wonderful, amazing unicorns that you are. Don't follow the crowd, but you know, go go your direction. It's okay to break away and go a different path. This is perfectly okay. It's no path. You 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 walk it. Can't nobody walk your path for you. Oh, that's it. All right. So, so we I guess we'll go ahead and get started, right? Yes. Okay. So for today, Antonio has secretly been building 40 new shows for Mexican news 40 new shows he's secretly been building y'all know he, he keeps the hush hush on everything i didn't even know that okay so uh so Mexican news Mexican news programming new shows news shows right okay yeah. um 20 original programs and 20 original movies films and documentaries okay now they have they all have schedules and are meant to rival every other news station he sees of getting the attention Mexico deserves. Okay. Andy. All right. So with that be, I'm gonna stop it seeing so Phil and Susan. I'm gonna stop it. I'm working on it. I'm gonna get there. With that being said, Antonio wants you wants you all to test yourselves and put yourself in shows and try to guess the shows he built or put him out of business and do better. Oh yes, thank you. I'm a recap for those that just came in. So Antonio, we all know how he is. He works on things in secret. He, he's one of those people who you don't hear from him for 25 years and then all of a sudden it's like, hey, this will be doing. <laughs> <laughs> so with that, being, with that being said, Antonio has been secretly building 40 new shows for Mexit News. Mexit News programming and then actual news shows. So 20 of them will be like original programs, original TV shows like that. You know, like Netflix originals, all for all my Netflix people out there, Netflix and chill. Uh, 20 <laughs> original programs there. And then 20 original movies, films, and documentaries. So 40 total, 20 original programs. Good morning, Miss Renee. And 20 original movies, films, and documentaries. So they have schedules and they are meant to rival each other, uh, rival uh, every other news station he sees getting the, the attention Mexico deserves. I'm gonna repeat this. They have schedules and they are meant to rival every other news station he sees at getting the attention Mexit deserves. So I'm going to ask you a question. Who do you see that you should be rivaling with mm. that you see getting the attention you deserve? This is the question. Just write that question down. If you see somebody out there getting the attention, that you deserve, just go write their name down. Because yesterday during our training, for those of you who made it, it was a great training. I don't know about y'all, but I got a lot out of it. I had questions afterwards and I got some clarity on those questions. He said, the people that you should, the people that you should be following. <laughs> Come on, Auntie Tabitha. Yes, I love her. She's amazing. I'm glad I was the only one that was thinking that. <laughs> then follow her then you need to follow her, you need to star her, you need to comment, everything she do, follow what she's doing. 
because she's getting the attention mm-hmm. that Law Lodeholt deserves. Listen. Okay. I'm gonna leave that right there. Because I know Law. Law gonna catch it. He gonna run with it. And he gonna, he gonna start grabbing Auntie Tab's attention. And then they gonna start coming his way. <laughs> Which is why I watch. There you go. There you go right there. So I'm going to present this question to you again. Who in your industry, your niche, and remember, you only have three marketing niches, relationships, health, and wealth. Who in your niche is getting the attention you deserve? Antonio wants wants to test you all. He wants you to test yourselves and put yourself in his shows and try to guess the shows he's built or put him out of business and do better. Hmm. So let's open it up because the major task for today is lead generation to create the shows that will magnetize your audience to your brand. So you can, you can either, again, you can either put yourself in Antonio shows and try to guess uh, the shows that he's built, or you can put him out of business and do better. So come on, let's, let's unmute. Oh, I love, there's so many cameras on this morning. This okay. is awesome. Yes. Yeah. Miss Frida, was you stretching or did you raise your hand? Are you muted? I know. I oh. <laughs> I thought she was asking. No, she shook her hand off. Okay. She, <laughs> she okay. was stretching. Okay. She's getting a stretch Why on Why would I build so many shows though? Like, let's start there. Man, because I don't I don't think they get there right now. Why would I build so many shows? Well, I mean, a TV actual a TV station doesn't have just one show on it. A TV network doesn't have just one show. TV networks have multiple shows. And you've got choices. You can reach all kinds of audiences. Everybody's unique. Yes. Come on, Sister Booker. Come on, y'all. Let's let's talk this morning. Look, it's Thursday. Entertaining people while educating them. Miss Sandra? Come on, Miss Sandra. And like um, Tyler Perry. He has invited a welcoming flow of different actors, different singers. He snatched them off the street. He snatched them from houses. He just snatched them from different jobs to give the people a chance to make a change in their own lives so that they can see the vision come alive. Rather they had it or rather they're getting a chance to be able to see it now. So having that happen for them has changed their lives. And what has happened with Antonio T. Smith Jr. for people. It is changing lives also. 
and it hasn't been grabbing people that already know stuff. It's grabbing people that had a dream to go further, had a dream to do better for their families, for themselves. So he's copycatting better than any copycatter can copycat a cat. <laughs> Thank you very much. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Thank you very much, Miss Sandra. For those who are just now hopping on with us, good morning, amazing day, uh, grand rising, all of the wonderful greetings that come with the beautiful day. Ew, sunshine and blue skies out here. It's been like that all week. I want to go outside and play in the water, go to the beach. There's me. also another reason. Go ahead. If you're just tuning yeah. in, Antonio asked, if you're just tuning in, Antonio asked, why is he creating so many shows? Um, it's basically for cross-pollination. Practically speaking, it's like if Chiquita's popping, people who check out Chiquita's stuff might then check out Sister Adrian's stuff or uh, Stephen Walker's stuff and so on. So it's basically using each one of you's 100 followers to get you all to 1,000, and each one of your 1,000 followers to get you to 10,000, and to continue doing that until you reach that critical mass where the algorithm picks up and starts pushing you to more and more people. So it's cross-pollination uh, until you hit that critical momentum. And the way it unfolds, is it's bizarre because it seems like you're putting in effort and nothing is happening. You're pushing and pushing and pushing and it's not even moving an inch because what's the difference between a hundred and a thousand people really? It doesn't really show. But as soon as you hit that critical mass where the algorithm starts suggesting you, suddenly it's like a million, two million, 10 million, 20 million. And that's where like you don't even have the infrastructure to deal with the sales that are coming through even when you don't even have a lead generation uh, generating uh, mechanism a lot of the authors whose books went viral had a similar experience where they didn't even know people would have hunger for more so they just completed the project 48 laws of power done suddenly ceos start hitting up robert green hey tell me how can i be powerful with my business and so on and that can happen with you too the point is, you have to keep going until you reach that critical momentum. And that's what Antonio is trying to do by making it easier by using multiple people. So you all cross-pollinate, you share your audiences until all of you just reach that point. Thank you so much, Ibrahim, because what Ibrahim touched on is what Antonio's soul core is about. If you pay attention, he's always about community. He's always about building together, helping each other grow. Um, it's, it's a phrase. Ah, Grace is a phrase I'm looking for. He always says it. And it is right here. But Group economics. Group economics. Thank you, Renee. Thank you so much. Group economics. No community, no economy. No, no community, no economy. Ibrahim just hit on all of that. And that brings me to what Antonio wanted us to tell y'all earlier. 
He wants you all to test yourselves and put yourself in his shows and try to guess the shows he built or put him out of business and do better. So if you put yourself in his shows or try to figure or try to guess the shows he's built, what does that do for you? Because now it's called group, group economics. Just like Ibrahim said, if you're on his platform and somebody sees you, they're going to go check you out. It's like, you know, I'm curious. Who is this Renee? Let me go see. You know, I really enjoyed uh, Jerome's uh, comedy that night. Let me, let me go check out his, his website. And yeah, I saw you saw Jerome. <laughs> let, me, let me go check out his page and see what other things he has going on. You know what? I truly enjoyed that book that sister booker wrote let me let me go let me go check out her page and see what else she has going on you know what i really like that that i really like that quote that phil said let me go to the humor consultant it was a humor consult yeah let me go to the humor consultants and see even more what they have going on over there group economics but if you don't test yourself if you don't trust your path you're gonna get stuck where you at and you just gonna watch everybody else uh prosper like stradivari and just grow even more okay. i'm just leaving that there okay you know what <laughs> yes sir what he's basically doing uh and you know antonio always talking about you know his time in the service and what have you basically what he's doing is not any different than what we all do. Only only thing is that he's just doing it in a different manner, which is he's strategically indirect attacking and helping people without going straight at it. That's all he's really doing. Mm -hmm. okay. All right, Tyra, giving away. Okay, come on. He it, Antonio did say either you test he test yourselves and put yourself in his shows or try and and put yourself in his shoes, excuse me, and try to guess the shows he built or put him out of business and do it better. So come on, I, all I hear is y'all putting yourselves in his shoes. So come on, let's keep, let's keep rolling with this. Well, what else are we doing? Let's mind you, he's streaming from his own platform. Oh, God. That means his own network. Come on. So that means in a couple of years, he's probably going to have his own network channel on cable. I'm going to speak that into existence. But let's talk about the shows. I can see him creating a dating show, a cooking show, and a show to teach people how to cook while dating or crypto that goes into uh, Margie. Because a lot of a lot of people like sharing recipes. So why how about learning how to crypt do crypto while cooking? Or sharing recipes. No, I like to eat. Okay. Crypto in the kitchen. Come on, Renee. Okay, crypto Come on, crypto in the, in the kitchen. kitchen. <laughs> yes, crypto I love cooks. it. Oh, go ahead, Mr. Law. Go ahead. Crypto cooks. Crypto cooks. Crypto cooks. I'm loving it. I am loving it. Come on, who? Let's again. Let's, I got a comment, Diana. Come on, come on, brother Jerome. Yes, sir, Deacon. Um. <laughs> What's going through my mind is, is that number one, is that when you look at Mexican news, you, I would say, well, that's just another news station. So if it's just another news station, then there's some other news stations out there. But 
Mexican News is far more than just another news station. As a matter of fact, Mexican News is ATS's platform to the metaverse, okay? So if he's doing what everybody else is doing, then he gets lost in the shuffle with everybody else. He's not doing that. So with Mexican News, there's so much going on at Mexico. Like, wait a minute, hold up. This is supposed to be a news thing. Yeah, that's what you thought. Hello, just like Terrell said, that's what you thought until you got here. And everything Antonio does, it, like he said, that Terrell said, is strategic. And what he does is, is when you come there, you get lost there. Well, that's what he wants you to do. So you can pick and choose what you like and what you want to do. And then you go and tell everybody, hey, you, you checked out Mexican News? Have you, have you checked them people out? You know what they doing over there? Hello? So yeah, it's, it's very strategic what he's doing. But yet, it's the platform to the Mexiverse and bingo. And so everything catapults off of that moving forward into the future. So, so I'm not surprised that he's doing that at all. Okay, Roger. I'm sorry, go ahead, go ahead. I was thinking about too, uh, your health, what you feed your body. Hmm. Okay. All right. And then Arshia put in the chat, storytelling while cooking. Um, Diana. Yes, sir. One of the reasons he's doing it is because you won't do it. Because like if everyone's left to their own devices and told, hey, do this and you can dump the show like this, <laughs> they just pump two episodes, look at like the analytics, see like 46 downloads and just not push further because everyone wants like a million right away. And then what he's doing is he's just creating a structure in which you're committed to produce a certain number of videos or audios or shows or whatever. There you go. Even and how about more wisdom for the wise? Ooh. Mm. Come on. Come on, come on, sister Booker. Just let them roll in. I do want to let everyone know anything you invent, you can keep as your own. You guys know how Antonio is. So anything you invent, you can keep as your own. One more time. Somebody just asked me personally. Miss Yes, ma'am, Miss Renee. Um, okay. I follow on um on YouTube. There's a an interabled um couple. I don't know if everyone's seen it, but it's called Rolling with Cole and Charisma. And it's a really, I really like, I really like them because they're um, not only are they an interracial couple, but they're an interable couple where he's, he's a um, complete um, paraplegic and she, well, they got married now. So she's also, but they met while he was in rehab, but it's their, their chronicles, but they do a vlog um, that's on YouTube, but it's also you know they haven't they have an IG page. I follow them on TikTok, but they're a really really cool couple now. But they're extremely young. I mean, I think they're both in their twenties. But I thought of something because, like Jay and me, you know, what I'm saying I'm in my thirties, and but but he is, um, he's not a complete paraplegic. He's only a partial. But Cole is complete. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like he, his spine, he, you know, he had a bad accident when he was a teenager. So the stories are different, but still 
um, I was like, man, I was like, we could speak to a, a different demographic because they're older. I mean, well, they're, they're younger. We're a little bit older, but, um, but the cases are a little bit different. But I was like, man, that would be really cool to do something from a, because Prophet is only what, um, he's not complete, he's only partially. So I was like, that would be to be something cool to do, talk about like a day in the life. Yeah. And we, we've, we've always been playing around with our name, you know, live, I mean, when with the Linsons, we've always been playing around with it, but that would be something cool to, to see that too. I mean, I didn't meet him in his, um, like she did in, you know I'm saying? Helping him with therapy. I kind of met him a little bit later in his journey, but still, how his life has impacted since he's been in the exit since 20, 2019 and where we're at now, kind of like a day, a day in the life. I thought that would be something really interesting, but cool because you don't, you don't really hear about stuff like that. I mean, it's, and I think more awareness, okay, more, um, more awareness would be cool, but also to know that you can still have love and respect and a great relationship but they're just they didn't ask for that for that situation but you can still find find love even in that so that would be a cool a cool show you know where we could talk about and maybe bring other interable well we're not really interable because we're both black but but still bring other other couples um like that to talk and and how that kind of influences their their lives you know what i'm saying you know different things that we could expand on or even some that have been made longer that they can expand on just different things that you know we could talk about that could be something really really cool hit on all of it the the you know love part the you know what i'm saying all of it that would be something cool to say. Yes, I love has no limits. Come, come on, sister book. Yeah, because yeah, it don't. But when you're in a, when you're in it, it's it's truly, you really really have to put that love into motion. You really really do because if you don't, it'll kill everything if you're not in it for the right reasons. I would have never been able to make it this far if if my motives weren't correct. Mm -hmm. Because it will chew you up and spit you out quickly because it ain't nothing to play with. It ain't, it, it's not, I mean, hey, it's wonderful, but it's still, you have to be in it for the right reasons. So that'll be a cool show. Definitely. That would be great. I mean, if you think of the little boy, the 14-year-old boy that caught the president's attention, how his life changed, and I can't remember what it was, the issue, and how he created things and started helping other people. And there he was, you know, at the at the speech the other night and got to speak and, you know, just because he started something himself. And the thing that I was going to mention um, for us, we trademarked years, years ago, um, total life enjoyment. And I would like to um, 
see how we could build that on our total life enjoyment because, you know, our humor consultant trademark of total life enjoyment, there's an umbrella under there. And we have, you know, we had some ideas on that um, to do and, and help people to, to just realize they can have total life enjoyment in, in all the things that go on in that and bring people on for that. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. This, let's keep it going. Let's keep it going. So we have total life enjoyment. We have living Linsome. We have uh, Tyrell in chat put brother's keeper on mental disorder and the struggle behind it. Is it physical, spiritual, or both? My goodness. My goodness. And then uh, Lando, Lando, I saw you unmute your mic. Go ahead. Well, I have one for myself that I've been working on. I just have to push it and, you know, just just push it and stop procrastinating or whatnot. And uh, it's more spiritual and, you know, getting the word out there for like our testimonies and stuff. But also like being able to have like a show that like what you said last night, I have been thinking about it when you was talking about, you know, the age difference and stuff and how you, you're really not growing up. You're still growing the more you go. Because um, even when you was talking about it last night, I was just thinking about it because this year I'll be 40. My kids are all older now. And it's like, my youngest is 15. My oldest is 23, I believe now. And I, like I was at work and it was the lady had told me she was like oh girl I'm I'm old and this that that or whatever something she had said and it, it kind of picked at me and I'm like I'm not you're not much that that much older than me you know and then when I said it out my mouth it was like oh my goodness <laughs> like I'm no longer 20 or, you know, I'm no longer 30 something. And then you look at your kids and it's like, everybody, like, this is like this whole new, you know, realization that comes to, you know, to forefront. And it's like, you look back on the years that you have changed, you know, and you look at how your family relationship is now. Like you said, I once wasn't able to sit at the table and now I'm able to sit at the table, you know? I was, wasn't Ooh. able to have a conversation, you know, about adult things. And now I'm able to talk about adult things in my own life, you know, because when I was raised, it was like, you better not say nothing, open your mouth for nothing, your lips to be all the way across the room. So now it's like, I can speak my piece as long as it's respectful, <laughs> you know, still got to be respectful. And then it's like the, like being able to have a show that talks about the changing times of life. You know, because, you know, little kids are people too. Okay. So even having those times and not just to show about, you know, like they got to show about the kids say the darndest thing, but not just that, just the fact of how they change, how they think, you know, because what you thought when you was 10 is not the same way you think when you're 15 or 20, mm -hmm. you know, and then when you are 30 and 40, that's a big difference in thought, you know, a lot of stuff you go through in life, a lot of different choices you make in life, but it all starts when you're younger as well because of your environment. And everybody is not in the same environment. Everybody has a, you know, from broken home to a good home. 
from poor family to a rich family. It's different scenarios in each person's life. So it's like being able to have basically a show to talk about those things because some people out there may need to understand that, you know, or somebody out there. I'm always a person of believing somebody else out there besides me. Like somebody else went through the same thing I went through. So I'm always the type of person to encourage somebody to basically, you're not alone, keep going. You know, even if I'm way over in another country, somebody else went through the same thing in another country, we're not that much different. We might be different skin tone. We might be, you know, talk different, have a different language. But what was done to you was done to me all the way in Italy. You know, we're the same. You know, nothing's changed. Humans are humans, you know? So I don't know. That was just what I thought of last night when you was talking. I was like, that would be interesting to get different people's perspective. No, that was amazing. That that was absolutely amazing because I, I love it because like you said, it, it opens, it does, it opens it up. It, it opens, it opens it up. So thank you very much for unmuting and letting I know. I know I'm a I'm a mute. I'm gonna let you because I've been talking this whole time. So I'm gonna mute. I'm gonna let you respond to what Dr. Sugar put in the chat. Okay, wait, before before I respond to Dr. Sugar. Okay, wait, wait a minute, Dr. Sugar. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Um, Mitzi, put the book in. Uh, wait a minute, Dr. Sugar. I'm gonna, wait, wait. I'm gonna get to you, Dr. Sugar. Hold on. Mitzi put uh, in a chat the book in you. I just wanted to see if she could elaborate on what she was talking about, and then I'm gonna get to Dr. Sugar. <laughs> good, good morning, everybody. Hopefully, you don't hear all the beeping, but um, the book in you, absolutely, because uh, we all have a book, and I know just my personal walk. I've come to the realization after being so disobedient and stubborn and all those other things and having so many people in my life tell me you need to write a book you need to write I mean Tyler Perry could do a series <laughs> Whew, I could have a series easily and but here's where I am now in my life is that I realize that the longer I hold on to this book in me the longer I allow someone else to suffer and I don't have the right to do that. So yourself, I'm thinking Nancy. of a series of where we have um, it talk show stop. And I'm honestly kind of like Oprah, Steve Harvey-ish, you know, where people come in and they tell, they tell their book, their testimony. Um, but more so people that have written their book. So you, you, you show others how to, um, how to get that information out and actually put it in a book so that everybody releases the book in them. Amen. Amen. Okay. <laughs> Thank amen, you so much. Amen. Amen. Yes, yes, yes. All right. All right. We got it down. Um, also in the chat, Tyrell put Big Mama's life lesson and Big Mama yesterday, today, and tomorrow. Okay. 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 They coming up. Uh, <laughs> Come on here, Dr. Sugar. <laughs> Hello. Hello, Dr. Okay, Trask. let me, okay, for, for the people, if you're just over the phone, Dr. Trask put sex past 60. How seniors are still enjoying intimacy. Come on, Dr. Sugar, because I, I can't talk on this. Go ahead. All right now. All right now. Okay, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and use that one. I didn't think of that one. I'm going to go ahead and use that one. <laughs> go ahead, ma'am. With your lovely well, Mexican news. Look back. With your lovely Mexican news shirt on. Go ahead. I always reflect back on my grandparents that was married for 76 years 
Papa lived to be 99, Granny lived to be 98. And well into their 70s and 80s, they were still having sex. And I would ask them all the time, you know, I said, are y'all still doing it? And they, well, yeah, there's nothing wrong with it. And there was nothing wrong with them. And I just thought, well, you're kind of getting up in age. And Papa says, it's in your mind. It's all in your mind. I says, well, okay, Papa. But then I've been watching people <coughs> since the COVID. And a lot of times, you know, we've had the masks on, we've had the gloves on and, and everything, but it was so good to still see, um, to still see people that was older holding hands, even though they were maxed down, but they were holding hands. And you go into a restaurant and you see them and they're sitting close together. And I'm thinking, that really remind me of my grandparents. So sex after 60 and, you know, just being intimate and, and the closeness and close relationships and being able to find out how different people, whether you're in the church, you're not in the church, are still maintaining that intimacy of love. And I just thought that would be a good show. Uh, all right, Dr. Sugar. That's good. That's good. Okay, Arshia, it will be a hit show. The final one. The final one. Oh, Lord. <laughs> well, I'm 68, so, yeah. Oh, Lord. <laughs> All right, Tyrell. <laughs> All right, well, keep them coming, y'all. Okay, yes, that's this is the book of keeping the spice keep in your life. Your life. <laughs> Come on, this is a spice. That's for Dr. Sugar. <laughs> that's for the, okay, part of her tagline. Okay, keep the spice in your life. Yes, can I add this in that yes. space? Go ahead, ma'am. Um, one of the true things I have definitely always admired and appreciated was knowing that that is the best praise <laughs> that one can ever give about love. In marriage, it is so awesome. It is so awesome. It's the best praise, the best worship, and to be able to see the testimonies come from that of the peace that it gives, not only to your body, but to your mind. And that the reflection of knowing that God put something together that two people can do that simply blows your mind. And if you allow him to show you what moves to make, Within those moves, there's a groaning that only the Holy Spirit <laughs> is able to bring out of that. I just think that that's a holy place. The marriage bed is under foul. That's all. Uh, Bianca, come on, come on. I thank you, Miss Sandra, for sharing that. I thank you very much. Weird, weird conversation. I was telling Grace, it, it, it what Miss Sandra said, would, there's truth in that because there are endorphins and hormones that are released that truly and honestly just, it, they calm you. You know, some people, I don't know about y'all, but when I was growing up, it was taboo to talk about it, mm-hmm. period. You just don't talk about it. And then when you do talk about it, it was the short conversation. Mm-hmm. 
anyways <laughs> but <laughs> y'all laughing with me because y'all understand <laughs> but there is and and the fact that miss the fact that dr trash was like that it's it's a wonderful thing because I remember my cousins, my older cousins, asking my great grandparents that very question. And these are these are my grandparents' parents. And my grandmother freely, freely responded to the question. And I was sitting here like, yes, yeah, it's, it's too much information for me to know because I, I can't see my great-grandmother like that, you know. No. <laughs> but it's 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 it goes back to what what Renee was saying earlier, if your motives are not correct, you can't sustain nor survive. Mm-hmm. And then here come Miss Missy. Use it oh, or lose it. That's it. <laughs> Use it or lose it. Come on, Miss Missy. Let us know. Let, give, give us some details on that because that book and you, let me tell you something. I was sitting here, I got chills. So tell us about use it or lose it. <laughs> I was hoping you wouldn't need an elaboration. I mean, that's self-explanatory. Come on now. I mean, you know, once again, I, I come from my personal experience. <laughs> and I, I, I'm divorced. <laughs> It'll be three years in July. And yeah, you to the loser. <laughs> Understood. Amen. No, no, more, no more explaining needed. <laughs> you <Yes, yes. laughs> I mean, I mean, you know, it can be an after She said what she so. said. <laughs> yes, Miss Missy said what she said. Use it or lose it. Come on now, I, you know what? I love it. This is an amazing morning. This is just absolutely, and it's esoteric day, y'all. This is why it's hot. Hey, okay, I'm sorry. Don't, 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 don't mind me, y'all. Don't mind me. All right, and Sister Deanna. Yes, ma'am. I'm going to say too that age is just a number. Even Lee and I have been married almost fifty years. Fifty years next next year, and uh, on Saturday nights. He still has to go out and ring the doorbell and I let him in. And then on, on Wednesday nights, we still have our date. Um, so whatever floats your boat. Come on. Well, go ahead, Sister Booker. You know what? Come on, Sister Booker. Come on, Sister Booker. Y'all better be listening. Y'all heard what she said. I, the loud and clear. Loud and clear. You know what? That is, you, I, it would be amazing to have a show with older with the couples that have been married for 10 15 20 years and then you have those that are just dating then you have your little newlyweds that's been together for like five years and they thinking well we going strong and it's no you ain't going strong till you sit down and you talk to the ones that's been in for 50 60 years because they got some knowledge because after the love is gone what you gonna do diana this reminds me of a joke uh I think it's a Seinfeld's joke. Can I tell it? So it's, it's yes, please. It's basically Seinfeld is describing his vacation. Like he's like, I'm going on a vacation with my wife, and I open the door for her, and she sits in the car, and then I walk around the car and go to the other door, and that's my vacation. <laughs> Missy. If That's I could true. share, That's true. That, that, oh, I'm sorry. If, if I could share, you know, the, the, the truth is, is that marriage is not for the faint. 
It's not. It's not for the faint. Well, you're right, Miss Missy. You are absolutely right. Go ahead, Miss Susan. Well, Phil and I met on 7-Eleven. We got married a year later on 7-Eleven. We had the cups from 7-Eleven that said, oh, thank heaven for 7-Eleven. So whenever either one of us see the time at 7-Eleven, we say it and, you know, and come together. I mean, we've done that all these years. It's 7-Eleven. <laughs> and it's just a little thing we do. <laughs> and where we are, I mean, it's like crazy here. Every night in the town squares, they have bands playing, dancing, you know, people with their um, walkers, you know, all, all, all kinds of people out there having fun with the music and dancing. And then there's all kinds of dancing groups and all kinds of things like that, all kinds of activities. And then, you know, we have a private group and they, you know, people put funny older jokes and things in there uh, and things that go on in the home. And it, it's really fun. And, and, you know, you're meant to, to laugh and have fun your whole life and keep it going. Even people that can't necessarily have intercourse, there's still other ways, you know, to keep it going and whatever it, whatever it takes, you know, for people all throughout their life. Definitely. It it, 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 it's, it brings me back to what Renee said earlier. If your motives are not right in your relationship, it's going to show. It is mm-hmm. going to show. It. <laughs> it is going to show. Going strong without... All right, Ibrahim. Uh, when the love is gone, Tyrell. <laughs> oh, <laughs> the love is gone. gone. Look at that. Both of y'all start seeing the same thing. <laughs> Dr. Trez, uh, you you unmuted John Mike early. Come on, come on and share with us. <laughs> and then on the other side, you know, uh, because I am in the ministry and people do call for prayer. And when they call for prayer, they ask for prayer for everything. And there's so many couples that are married that are sleeping in the same bed, but they have a sexless marriage. So that would be another show on the verse side of sex after 60s, but to have that sexless marriages. And I'm talking about yep. people that's in their 40s. Yep, write that down, Grace. Write that down, Grace. She's on it. And it's like, are you serious? Well, we haven't had sex in seven years, or we haven't had sex in... I'm thinking, and you sleep in the same bed. I says, and there's nothing wrong with him physically. There's nothing wrong with you physically, you know? And it's just really something that is going on that I feel would be a great show to address, to find out where the love was lost, where, you know, sure you've got four kids or five kids or whatever, but that doesn't take much, you know, to to make a baby, you know, but to, to be able to live that same. And these are people that's in the church. There's people that's in the pulpit. 
there are pastors, there's bishops, there's apostles, and they actually have sexless marriages. So that would be a great show. That show should be called Can't Get It Up. <laughs> she doing too much. <laughs> it could be the reverse. <laughs> it could be the reverse as well. The thing is, whether you get people on a a show that's public, you know, to that's a very kind of private thing, um, unless they're maybe not together anymore. So that it's a that's a hard thing to right. to do in a okay. in a. Can I well, people people today? aren't as private when it comes to sex and their bedroom and things of that nature as they were 15 years ago. I mean, there's nothing now that's not being discussed. You know, when you call a prayer line and you discuss these things and they want to come in, and that's why there's the therapist that's out there, the sex therapist out there, they're making thousands, hundreds of thousands of dollars. And, you know, and all they're doing is talking them through what happened. So it's not as private as what it used to be, especially if that person, male, the husband or the wife, really wants to have a relationship or have the sex back in their life. They want to get that groove back on, but just they've just outgrown themselves. But Sister Booker, we got to remember, too, the foods that we ate back in the day is not the same foods that we're eating right now. Our foods back in the day wasn't filled with all these hormones that the food is today. So when you've got junk going in, you're going to have junk coming out. And that has a lot to do with the blood flow and your circulatory system and things of that nature. And if you don't have it going in right, it's not going to stay right. Uh, Susan, did you say that that's a hard thing? Stop, stop it, Jerome. <laughs> Well, I, maybe they have those shows where they call in for on a, you know, with. Um, I'm just messing with you, Susan. <laughs> I know. I just let those things go past me. I couldn't. I'm sorry. I have issues. Right on moving. <laughs> what What I was um, wondering, Doctor Sugar, that maybe if it's a call in show or things like that, is a little different, but. That was all I was Susan, I call having people coming forward. I believe I people would come in person. I really st strongly believe people would come in person because they're wanting help. And if you have the right yeah. atmosphere, you have the right people there that's going to give them the construction, the constructive uh, information that is needed. I really believe that it would be a show. Because so a lot be of people are in the closet behind it. And <laughs> I, I think you would be able to pull that off, you know. Um, but but here, here's the thing. That can, that can happen in private as well. So it doesn't have to be a show. So if it is being a show, then there's an, another motive, and that is to give it visibility. And then the people who will come on will also want to have that visibility so susan don't discount that fact as well some people would literally go on even if the show is literally just to embarrass them this is still therapeutic even if a show is out there just to embarrass them people will go just to get that visibility uh so yeah there would be people who would want to fix their marriages or whatnot but they would also want some social media clout out of it 
So the show has to have a good audience size to persuade people to come out of their shells because of the advantage that comes with coming on something that is that high of visibility. You gave an example of Oprah. Now, Oprah, of course, had that visibility. So people were willing to go out there, put themselves out there, be vulnerable just to get that many eyeballs on them. Right. And just like the Dr. Phil show for many, many years. Exactly. Yeah. All right, all right. Miss Yolanda, a lot would have to do with how you promote it too. I'm sorry. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead, Sister Booker, then I'll get Yolanda. Yeah, the key would be to, to, to do a campaign, um, an awareness campaign to let people know this is coming, um, to invite more eyeballs. That's good, Sister Booker. Okay, an awareness campaign. Yeah, all right. so, yeah, the campaign would be like, this is coming, and if you're not, come on the show. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 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 be real. Oh my God. Go ahead, Miss Yolanda. <laughs> that was too funny. But one of the somebody said on there, like people out there are really hurting. And I think with all of these shows and stuff and all these ideas that we have, basically is getting down to the root of being real with people and honest. Because I can remember back then a lot of people like semi be real or worrying about you know famous people and stuff but we're talking about real people right here right now real people from all different walks of life and so I think with every show is just that that open vulnerability can't say the word the openness you know and vulnerability that you know people should be given because if you think about before COVID hit Everybody just, you know, did their own thing. But after COVID, all these ideas came out. And not only that, but all this hurt has been going on that people had to face front and realize I have nothing else to do but to deal with my past. You know, all this stuff is confronting me because now I have nowhere to go. I can't run nowhere. Now I'm with the people that been hurting me. I can't run and go to work. I can't do this and do this. So it's a lot of stuff out there that people just want people to be real with them and tell them the honest truth and help them fix it. Because a lot of times when I look at stuff on YouTube or listen to podcasts, yeah, people say things, but how do I fix this? You know, how do I change this? How do I get help with this? Stop telling me I have a problem. Okay, I acknowledge I have a problem. I acknowledge this is going on in my life. What are the steps to fix it? What have you done? What, you know, what has other people done? You know, because everybody can do different things you know and you have to find what works for you and that's the main thing like with all these shows and stuff like just being able to be real and tell the honest truth you know because some people really need just be real and upfront with me we don't need nothing sugar-coated I'm tired of living the same way I'm tired of doing the same things I'm realizing I am deeply depressed you know I'm deeply this I'm looking at this and this is not changing for me so how do I fix it from this part where I'm at right now, from this class that I'm in right now, this poor class or this middle class that I'm at right now. I don't, you know, it's just, it's different stuff that people deal with. It happened to be open and be real is what people need because you got young people who are dealing with stuff that grown people dealt with, you know, like the stress of it all, you know, with not being around friends, with, you know, your friend passing away because of COVID and you're only 12. You know, you weren't expecting your friend to pass away from COVID, you know, or, you know, health problems. So it's like different levels of 
people have to be real. And I think a lot of shows are calling for that now to be real. Don't nobody want to hear about, you know, other stuff. It's like the real stuff is what's drawing people. The real open conversations are what's drawing people. And I had a, uh, my other thing was a question. I had a question because somebody said uh, earlier about the book thing or whatnot and being able to tell your testimonies through the books and stuff or whatnot. But one of the ideas that I had and it's just been playing in my head, I've just been scared to say it because I thought it was stupid. I don't know, I don't know. But it's like a mile in my shoes and rather than it being just a story about your life, it's basically how I thought of it is taking a time period and saying from 2000, I'll use my own example, from 2010 to 2012, there was some major change of events that happened. But instead of just writing about those things that happened, but speak about it like spoken word, like it's your emotions written down from 2010 to 2012. And instead of being chapter one, chapter two is more so 210 to 212, you know, and those are the chapters. And it's just spoken Let word is how you feel. So, so here's the thing. That's actually already a thing. So there is a market for it. That's good news because you don't have to be the first to do it. Um, it's basically, if you look up David Sedaris, he's, he's, he's an author. And what he does quite literally is he writes, well, he publishes. He publishes and publishes his personal diaries. So it's like uh, his latest one is from 2013 to, I think, 2020 or something like that. But he literally pulls like pages of your, his own personal diary written as you write a personal diary and it's it's quite funny so yeah I'm, i mean it has to have some emotion and it really should hit that emotion in every chapter so is your book something that will make people cry is it something that will make them laugh consistently you pick an emotion and you double down on it in your written word and then once people are emotional they don't care about the fact that it's not written like shakespeare or charles dickens or antonio t smith jr uh, then the structure doesn't matter as long as you get people in that emotional state. David Sedaris always does it with humor. You got to pick whatever's natural to your stories. But yes, yeah, spoken word in form of writing, uh, published as, what, what, there's a word for it. Yeah, personal essays. Yeah. So basically, your book will be a collection of personal essays. I have a potential title. If I could add something also, um, as, as you spoke about COVID, one of the things that, you know, I've been, I've been moved about and what I, what I saw was that, you know, COVID was a true test of what your self-encouragement game was. Because having to separate, um, you know, a lot of us became so codependent on being encouraged by others but didn't have a clue what it looked like because of circumstances, right? And these circumstances made it so that you questioned who came around you, right? But I feel as though a lot of people had struggled with self-encouraging and um, COVID taught a lot of people that the, the, the need for that. You must be able to encourage yourself. And you're, you're absolutely right. I, I watched my 19-year-old my go from, you know, a vibrant young man. I mean, he was 18 at the time, 17, 18 at the time, 
to just laying in bed. And I was like, wait a minute, hold up. You know, uh, we're not dealing with an individual circumstance. We are dealing with a global circumstance. So that is not what we're going to do, you know. But, yeah, self, self-encouraging. And um, what was my other thought? Because this is like a huge think tank, and I'm loving it. Um, Ms. Misty, I, can you also go over when you put down in the chat, did you know? Oh, you know what? I was sitting up, I was sitting up here thinking, I was like, you know, um, one of the things that um, I, I learned, again, is that um, along the way is that, you know, everybody knows pretty much, not everybody, but most of us know the promises of God. But how many of us uh, know that they come with conditionals, with pre- prerequisites? So, you know, knowing what those prerequisites are and making sure that you got a permanent checkbox in there, it does you no good just to know his promises if you don't know what it's attached to. So when I relate that to, to just, you know, like a show, I could see a show where um, various topics are discussed about things that people don't know. And especially as it pertains to the Bible, because a lot of us um, grew up in tradition, right? I grew up missionary Baptist. And I just didn't step on the pulpit because I saw other kids about getting murdered, sent out by 911. You know, those were the nurses with the hats back in the day. And so it's like, you know, why do we, you know, why do we just, you know, uh, tradition, explaining tradition and explaining how, I hate to tell you how, you know, just, you know, following tradition sometimes is detrimental. You know, um, like for, for myself, you know, I, I sit now in a, in a medical treatment. Did you know what happens in these places? You know, I, I, you know, I'm a dialysis patient and I promise you, I could tell some folks some preventative stuff because did you know these are the things that happen? I literally had somebody today tell me that work here. She didn't want to, you know, place my needles. Now, here's the thing. And I had to tell somebody, do you realize what you're saying? You don't want to place my music because personally, we we probably we don't really care for each other. But professionally, I don't have no problem with you. So, you know, did you know that, you know, you can refuse to do that? So basically you're saying, I don't want to do this. I don't want to help save your life today. You know, there, there's, you know, just situations and circumstances that people face every day where the, 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 the common person may not even know. You know, and 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 it, uh, a preventative show, you know, to to, to help you to um, educate you, and almost like a uh, undercover investigation type of thing. But you know, also you can have um, you can have you know twists because storytelling. Because as I was listening to her talking about storytell, uh, talking about um, I'm sorry, somebody chimed in about how to tell your story. I'm gonna be honest, as uh as challenging and as you know some would think uh my life has been i promise you <laughs> if i told most of it you'd be cracking up but it all has an, it also how i also has a conclusion you know it also has a this is how uh you know uh god did it this is you know how you know god brought me because it's not always you know a lot of things we go through isn't always i mean you know it may be bad to a layman person, but storytelling is unique. And if you're able to tell a story, 
yeah, you might laugh, but you also make, you're going to get the message as well. So I know that was long-winded and hopefully you guys can hear me. So that's it. Oh yeah, you're fine. Thank you so much. You know, yes, yes, what, yes. what you said, what you said about being internally motivated, that reminded me of a call uh, by Antonio. Now it's a two hour meeting if you want to watch it on YouTube or I can just sum it up for you in a sentence where he says that inspiration, right? Right. I'm sorry, you said what, what I said was what now? Ibrahim? I couldn't, I couldn't hear him. He said something about okay. inspiration, but I couldn't hear the whole sentence. Okay. So, oh, there he is. You're, yeah, you're internally inspired when you're working on your dream. And when you're working on someone else's dream, your body, your being rejects it as it rejects a virus and you lie all the time. You're just lying as if you're sick and you need constant injections of external motivation. That is a sign that you're working on someone else's dream while doing nothing for yours. Now, whether the pandemic has made your dream look impossible or it has put you in a position where you cannot focus on your dream, whenever you're so detached from your dream, you suddenly need external injections of motivation and perspective because otherwise you're just, your body is like, I don't want to do anything. That was a call by Antonio. It was internal inspiration is a result of working towards your dream. And then the need for external inspiration is a symptom of somebody else imposing their dream on you. My goodness. All right now, Ibrahim. Thank you so much. Thank you. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, right now, I'm going to get Mr. Phil, and then after Mr. Phil, get Prophet Jerry. I have a potential title. All right, sir. Orgasmic karma. Watch yourself, sir. Where the customer always comes first. <laughs> you know, I love that. I, I love that. I'm putting it down, Mr. Bill. I'm putting it down. That's it. Well, that's it. I can't say anything after that. Prophet Jerry, come on. I don't know. <laughs> Greetings, Grace. Greetings, Pinky. Um, Mitch, you said something that really kicked that me and Renee was talking about last night or the night before God's promises. And 2019, I got a prophecy that I was going to get financially blessed. I'm like, okay, you know, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. You know, all the good stuff that you, you know, you say because you got a prophecy. But I didn't know I was going to be ran over to get that money. So there is a price for promises. There is a price for prophecies. A lot of times we don't understand all we see. I mean, all we hear is the prophecy. Yeah, 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 glory. You know, speaking in tongues and all that stuff, but don't know what's behind it. Now, what's behind it? So it's really important yeah you could praise and you know thank god for the word but be prepared something is coming that's all i wanted to say this is all deep i just was listening because i'm getting dressed and everything but 
this is all deep, very deep. Yes, okay. I put it down, Prophet Jerry. There's a price for prophecies. Okay, I got it. Price for prophecies. All right, all right. Who else? Who else? No, don't go quiet on me now, now. Okay, I know y'all got more ideas in your, in your brains. All right. Law, I see you turned your, I see you turned your, uh, your camera on. Listen, I was telling when I saw this, when I saw these notes, I told the other editor, told you, hey, I, I see, a, I see a show with Law in it. I don't know what it is, but I know every day in Law's life is an adventure. I don't know, but I just see it. I don't see him every day. I, you know, don't talk to him every day, but I know it's an adventure. It's a show in there somewhere. See, Jerome. Very, very true. Yes. <laughs> I think cooking and drinks is already up my alley. Some type of entertainment or something. Gotcha. Okay. And yeah, I don't know. I don't know the title of that, but your name is in there somewhere. Okay. Please excuse the gardening that you're hearing outside. All right. Landscaping people doing the job. All right. Who else has any ideas? I have a oh. question. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, okay. So is it wrong? to take an idea that is predominantly, well, basically it's this show that I have watched and I have been watching for years or whatnot, but it's, um, the show was based in Korea or whatnot, you know, and then China did it. And I think Taiwan did it or whatever, but it's a pretty dope show. It is, it is nothing, it's basically like a game show thing but the way they did it is so much fun. And it was like, oh, I would love to do that. Like, I would just love to be a part of that. I don't know if they do, I haven't seen it here or whatnot. I seen a YouTuber try to do something, but it wasn't the same. But um, like being able to have like game shows, like actual fun interaction shows and how the game was, it was basically like tag. Everybody has played, pretty much everybody played tag in their life. But the way they played tag was like the name tags is on your back or whatnot and you would have to tag the person but it would be you have to rip that name tag off of their back but it would be like they would be like at a shopping mall you know and it'll be little tricks and stuff you know you would have to while you are playing a game of tag you would have to find this certain object to go with this map you know and it was like a whole series thing to the point of winning the big treasure at the end or winning you know certain things at the end and the way they did it was they had different you know idols and you know people like famous people in Korea or whatnot that would play these games like certain wrestlers or groups but the game is so much fun like I just I didn't know if that was a bad thing to take from another country or whatnot and use that here because I feel like that is so much fun. And I don't know if it's just me, but I felt like it was like, it's just so much fun to watch older adults play those games, you know, even if it's a celebrity or whatever and the way that they played it was so fun. Like being able to go to a mall and play tag and you actually not just tagging a person, but you having to rip their name tag off. And these people would actually wrestle to not get their name tag taken and all that, and it's just like one game after another, and it's pretty cool. I thought it was. Yes, it is pretty cool, and no, you can absolutely do that, okay? You can absolutely do that. I'm, I'm I mean, people, people have taken uh, pretty much every form of music, every uh, slang, pretty much anything Black people contribute to culture, 
is literally appropriated not just nationally but internationally. And it's so cute that you're asking if it is okay for you to literally do a show some other country is doing. Come on, late night TV. It's just a format. It's, of course, completely okay because the way you do it is what will make it original. Right. Ibrahim is right because uh, Wheel of Fortune is not just in America. They show on Wheel of Fortune how people in other countries have created Wheel of Fortune and other game shows as well. Trap music there is trap japan. music in japan yes it is yes it is okay and i put in the chat antonio taught yesterday hey you can how you can reteach somebody's content you can do somebody else's show without being sued hey step one say what they said step two say how you agree or disagree with what they said step three say how you won when you agreed or how you lost when you disagreed step four Say how you know your life would be better if you didn't do whatever you did in step three. And step five, say how other people disagree. So it can be done, okay? It can be done. I'm going to get Miss Renee, and then we're going to have the one and only founding CEO to close us out. Um, I was sitting here, and you guys remember when Antonio was talking about it. He did the article on, um, is God racist? You guys remember that? And I was sitting here looking at Prophet and I said, I said, that would be a really interesting, but a very um, what's the word I want to say? Um ah, I can't I can't I can't I, huh? Controversial. Thank you, because the word escaped me. Thank you, there. Uh, be a very inner, but a very uh, controversial idea for a show because just that title alone you'd be like, you, of course, you would hear people say, ah, no, you, why would you even say such a thing without allowing a breakdown of what that really is and what they really mean? That would be a very interesting play on words. Yes, probably. Then have different religions. Yes, and then have different religions. Because some people Mm -hmm. don't believe, don't believe in, um, Muslims or don't believe in this and don't believe in that. So it should be different different um, uh, uh, religions yeah. to really say we all are one. Religion was made by man, really. So I think that would be a, something really, really amazing, but also something that kind of stirs up a lot of thought too like either you're gonna either with a show like that of course either you're gonna be all in or you're not but even if you're not it's gonna spark something in you that you'll be like Mm-mm, you know or either you're all in or you're not so just an idea all right all right really good thank That's you really so much Linsoms. thank you so much and i am about to turn it over to our founder ceo of the atsjr companies all the way from galveston g-town texas Millionaire maker, innovator, creator, Mr. Antonio T. Smith Jr. All right, just a five minute wrap up so I can help you out. We was, I guess we'll go back to 10:30 instead of 12:30 since I came back early. So there you go. You bring us Muslims on the show, it'll be an assembly of endless <laughs> <laughs> wonders. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, you know, like you think about it. I mean, your your whoever your protagonist is of your faith, they didn't really establish religion the followers of those protagonists establish religion. That's right. You'll get that lady when you get in the car. <clears throat> you get that lady when you get in the car. 
nevertheless, the reason why I did this, because I did, I did 20 shows. Looks like I got 60 now. <laughs> but no, anything that came out is yours. You understand? The universe likes speed. You hear me? The universe likes speed. So there's a couple of key points here that I think is, is, is important for, first, all this is about lead generation. All that stuff you're talking about is lead generation. Uh, Dr. Sugar just mess, probably messed me overweight lovers. You understand? <laughs> there you go. That's lead generation for, for plus size folk. You understand? Or skinny men who want a plus size. You understand? Because he got his mind right. Anyway, don't bother me. Don't let me bother you. But that is the way it works. What you want to do is you want to put out magnets that magnetize a certain audience to what you're doing. There's a reason why Mexican News is out. The podcast has been out since April or something last year, but no episodes are on it, just those original three, because it wasn't to my standard. And I really, really need you to, to take this closing point. You have to, it, well, I don't know about y'all, okay? I, I'm, let's talk about me, Kim. I'm talking about me. I don't know about y'all. I have to see something through to the end. And it has to be the very best that I have. I'm not sure if it's because I'm ex-military or uh, I don't know, this, this incarnation. I don't need extra incentive to do my very best. I don't need a tip and I don't need an audience. Every time I do something, I'm doing it to be better than what I've ever done anything like it before. As, as, as you listen to me, I don't need, I appreciate your tip, a roll of money. I didn't need that. I was gonna give you great service regardless. You understand? And I didn't feel like stripping the audio of you know, stuff Dolores and Jaquita's doing and Stradivari and putting it on there. That didn't feel right. You know what I'm saying? And it had nothing to do with y'all content because I'll steal your content any day of the week. That don't bother me at all. Yeah. Don't bother me at all. It's, it's just the effort though, right? I feel like if it's going to be a news station, it should have different shows, different things, but it's, it should have this effort involved into it. The Secret to Success is a bunch of me, since I speak so many times a year, we, I'm barely talking about this, and we strip all that audio, but that's me in effort of that research and me on stage and me answering questions, and that's perfect. But to not give effort because I can, I don't have that in me. I told this to Jaquita Queen Chi yesterday. I'll tell it with you. Oh, God. <laughs> Yeah, that's it's it's I told it to her and I tell it to y'all, and this is how we're in, and I will see you all at 1030 for esoteric. She was asking me a question, and I said, Listen, if you don't move in the spirit of excellence at all times, then you're letting you're telling God to bless you based on your merit. And I'm not taking that chance. Hmm. Hmm. Few of y'all got it already. Tyrell, 
I don't want to be blessed on my merit because I'm a piece of garbage. And I'm True okay that. admitting that. True. I'm perfectly okay knowing that if I'm going to get blessed, I need God to bless some of my dumb ideas and make them work. <laughs> True. Because my character was intact. Mm. All this stuff I do shouldn't work, but it does. And I'm just convinced. Now, maybe it's the old school of me, Jerome. I'm just fully persuaded, Grace. I'm fully persuaded that I'm not lucky, but I'm blessed. Did, 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 did yeah. you hear me? Yeah. So you, you got all these ideas out there. You understand? You got all these ideas out there. You, you got to, you, you, all in the chat, say the chat, go and do these shows. Ain't that, let me tell you, it don't matter if it's two shows, the same title, because Fox News and MSNBC talk about the same stuff, two different points of view. You hear me? Two different points of view. Two different points of view. They're talking about the same stuff. You just, just look at them, they got the same key talking points. They talk, they scan you the same way. No, no disrespect to any of them. My goal for all of you is this 2022, there should be nobody here that's frequent or works frequently here, less than six figures. If you already had six figures, you need a, you need another six figures. You hear me? You didn't, you didn't. I feel like I'm. Yeah, so I thought if, like, well, okay, all right. Because somebody said I received it. You are you wouldn't born here to just get one six figures. Okay. And who says six figures need to be a hundred thousand dollars? Nine hundred thousand dollars is six figures too. Yeah. <laughs> Nine hundred ninety-nine thousand. <laughs> that's still six figures. You hear me? <laughs> so, so that's it. That's lead generation. And tomorrow we're in another with lead generation. This is me doing it and because and the last thing i want to say and this is this is this is what the whole point of it i, I should i heard one of y'all say it at the beginning they got the detention i deserve mm -hmm. please receive this spirit my attention is over there with they customers and they got me messed up mm -hmm. and the only way that they don't have me messed up is I got to treat their customers better than they treat their customers. Mm -hmm. Please approach your business like that. Please stop being so friendly in business. It is perfectly okay for you to be all the way blessed without apologizing for it. Sure. I can't take nothing from CNN that they didn't deserve to be taken. I have a question. Yes, ma'am. Is it appropriate to take and get in front of the attention without having something for them to see? Because in the very beginning of this, the whole thing was you get the attention, they see something that you like, and then, or they read your book, and then they say, oh, let me go and see what else. So if there is nothing else, should we be preparing the something else before we get in front of that attention? 
you 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 got back on my you got back in my good graces at the end. You got back in my I'm good graces. I'm just making sure because you I'm sounded like, like an ATS go. student. At I want to make a move, but then I'm thinking <laughs> I can't be making too many moves because I want to be able to build that Perfect. that that whole body Perfect. of whatever it is that you're talking about mm. when you see me go and look at me here. And that needs to be built up there. So it's okay to be building up there. Yes, yes. It's okay to be building up. Everybody listen, because she gave us a great ending point. You better start selling stuff for us ready. Mm. You call it VIP access. You hear me? Ah, wait a minute now. Come on. Before (laughs) it's ready. Before it's ready. So what is that, like a sign up or are you telling them? It's a VIP access. Here's the curriculum. Here's what we gonna be. Hold on, real quick. Let me just let me just let me just share my screen. Here's Millionaire Influencer Secrets. Arguably one of the best things we've ever done. Refresh the page. Here is the right now. There's 29 students into it, and it's 111 lectures. The last time I showed you this, it was like 12 lectures <laughs> i didn't stop 29 students from being in there here's the curriculum all these all this all this watch this here watch it watch it watch oh 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 ain't nothing there hmm social media mastery wasn't ready yet let's keep going ah, ah, ah. no e-commerce ain't ready yet no e- ah, it's not ready yet <sighs> not ready yet not ready yet Ooh, not ready yet Ooh, not ready yet Ooh, not ready yet As I said, you better start selling stuff for it ain't ready. Because it ain't stopping us from going to the bank. Yeah. Antonio T. Smith Jr., you can't play better. <laughs> you can't dominate. All right, everybody. We'll see you at 1030 for the esoteric. I'm looking forward to that. We'll see you at 1030. Love you. Love you. <laughs> All right, everybody. Y'all have a good one. Good to see you. you. Kim, Missy. And I forgot the little young girl name that Sister Booker brought over. But well, she's not here, but I still want to remember her name. It was Shantae. Shantae. Boom. There okay. you go. Yeah. Got to see. You got to remember people's names, y'all. That's how you <laughs> blessed. There you go. All right, y'all. Y'all have a good one. When the pandemic began, I had the biggest problem in the world. Not making money. The pandemic was actually quite a blessing for me as it almost made me a billionaire. I came really close. So the pandemic was a blessing. It was hiring people. And get this, everybody. I had 48 job positions open during the pandemic. $22 an hour with paid training. And I could not find a single person for two years to fit any of those 48 job positions. Hear me well. 48 job positions. $22 an hour. Paid training. And I couldn't find someone, not one person, for those job positions. Now, is it because I hire slowly? True. But it's because I wasn't using ZipRecruiter. And that's a fact. I wasn't getting to the right people for the right position to fit my right culture. And there are so many different things that you can do this summer. As a matter of fact, you can free up as much time as you want to. 
But if you're not using ZipRecruiter, you're probably not going to free up that time if you're attempting to hire people. So what is ZipRecruiter? What is probably the greatest job finder that's out there? And that's why you need ZipRecruiter. You need it so you can find the right candidates. Now, it's not that ZipRecruiter helps you find jobs. It's more accurately that ZipRecruiter takes your culture, takes your job, takes what you're looking for, and immediately matches them with the perfect candidate. And if the if it's if they can't find a perfect candidate, they will skip over that person and then give you the perfect candidate for you. ZipRecruiter uses one of its most powerful tools, which is the technology itself, to match the right candidates up with your job. You can easily review uh, their recommendations and easily review their recommended candidates and invite these candidates to apply for your top positions. Additionally, ZipRecruiter has a complete suite of tools that makes it easy for you to filter out, uh, review, and rate candidates. Four out of five employees uh, have been used by four out of five employers on ZipRecruiter. It is a blessing. And no wonder ZipRecruiter is rated number one hiring site in the world based on G2 satisfaction ratings as of this year, January 1st. My friends, soak up everything I said. It's not an ad. This is a personal testimony of how I found the right people to sit in the right seat on the right bus without ZipRecruiter wouldn't have been possible so how do you take advantage of what I'm talking about well you go to ZipRecruiter.com slash B2B all spelled the regular way that's Zip Z-I-P Recruiter R-E-C-R-U-I-T-E-R -E -C -R -U I T E R zip recruiter dot com slash B to B. And I promise you, you will be grateful that you did so. Again, that's zip recruiter dot com slash B to B. It's also in the show notes.